My name is Colin Mitchell, and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. Sometimes you gotta let it go and let it grow. As much as we want to be always on top of things, there comes a time that we need to start backing off and letting things operate on their own. Some founders find it hard to do this, and Scott is back to discuss why this has to happen. He explains at what point is the perfect time for a founder to start looking into giving up some responsibilities, begin letting go of control, and let the team figure out the ways to operate with just a bit of guidance. Find out more in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. And I think that also that brings up a you know another good point I think for people to think about is the expectations, right? I think you know the founders that maybe have some success uh, selling those first ten or first fifty customers, right? Um, expecting somebody else to come in and. Be, do it as well as them is a common misconception, right? Because they think, well, yeah. hey, I'm doing this and that and wearing all these different hats and I'm doing this. So they should be able to do, you know, more. Um, and that's not always the case because ultimately, you know, you bring in somebody and I just don't care. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're rarely are you going to find somebody that's, you know, as close to it or cares as much as, you know, the person who, you know, maybe built it. Yeah. And that's also as well, we're, Founders oftentimes don't realize how many little gaps they're filling with that founder magic. And so they just like, well, I just, I talk to people and I get them on a call and then we do a demo and then we talk about integrations and then they just buy, you know, like Mike Simonson, I told you before he picked up the phone, you know, called the inbound lead 30 minutes later, got a sale. I was like, well, this will be easy. Well, guess what? You think I did that on my first call or second or third or fifth or 10th? No, it took me four or five months to ramp up to really get to the point where now I'm knocking down accounts. So when he was doing it on his own, because he was doing other founder things, he was getting like 10 or 15 accounts a month. And that's all I was getting after two or three months of doing this. It took me to yeah. four months, four or five and six to get to 30, 40, 50, 60 accounts a month because we had that system dialed in. It took me some time to learn all of the nuance that went into that sale, that conversation, talking through that pro the situation with that prospect. And I was a pretty damn good salesperson. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's the interesting thing, right? You would think, you would think that, Hey, somebody who's coming in full focus on sales and only sales, um, should be able to, uh, you know, outperform, you know, the founder that's maybe, you know, doing 20, 30% of their time on sales or maybe more, but clearly has other responsibilities as well. And it isn't their full focus. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely, I think a lot of people are surprised, uh, that that's, you know, the reality. So let's talk about, um, you know, kind of the, the last phase, the, the founder lists, uh, sales, founder less the, selling. The, the, yeah. Yeah, founder less selling, right? Which sounds like um, you know selling without the founder. But um, break that one down. What what, what is yeah. the you know size of those companies typically look like? What are some challenges that people at that stage typically are facing? Yeah, I think um, interestingly, I mean, so in terms of phases, it's usually around like three million in revenue is where the founder really needs to think hard about 
how do we get out of the day-to-day? Like the founder at that point should not be doing every demo, right? Or be on every implementation call. I mean, it should be maybe key accounts. Like, okay, this is a top 10 bank. We want to make sure the founder is really involved to make sure we're answering all the questions. But there's also this cachet at some point where if the buyer is like this, why is the CEO doing like the demo? And why is the CEO doing the, yes. you know, the implementation? Like, maybe I don't want to buy from this person, right? Maybe they're too early stage. So there's something there where you do need to get yourself out. And it's usually around 3 million, could be as much as 10 million. We have a client right now that's doing 10 million plus. The founder's still pretty involved with most of the sales, which is why he's working with us because he doesn't want to be every day. But you can get that far up. But that's about the phase where you should be thinking about how do I get myself up and finding great talent to take over these processes? Because if we've done a good job in founder-led selling to build out those basic processes, then we can start to scale it. My friend, Amy Volas, she's at Avenue Talent Partners, and she has a saying I love, which is you can't scale what you don't have. So if you don't have a process, you can't scale a process. And that's why the founder-led selling is so important. So once you get to that phase, then it's about finding people who can take over those processes that you built um, in order to make them better, just like you would a coding a core platform in engineering. You built the core platform, and then you hire engineers to build better stuff on top of it. Now, what's interesting is, as much as founders from the very beginning is like, I really don't want to do sales and it's not natural to me. They're actually get yeah. to a point where they're almost indoctrinated to themselves. Like I must be involved with sales. And what's interesting is they end up sometimes keeping themselves too involved instead of letting the team run things and part because there can be a bit of a control freak and they don't want to let go. And part because that there's this lag. Well, I hired the SDR to do the prospecting. I hired the AE to convert the deals. I hired maybe a head of sales or a VP. And now we're seeing this dip. And so like for what we just talked about, it takes a little bit of time. And so they panic and they rush in and like, oh, I got to get back involved with sales. So it can be hard to, we, we think about it as like, how do you elevate yourself up in your organization and be comfortable letting the team figure it out with your guidance as opposed to you swooping in and putting out every fire. And that can be really, yeah. really hard for a lot of founders to get themselves out, which is so ironic because many times in the beginning, they didn't want to get themselves in. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.